Welcome back. It's another double XP weekend. We're back after last week where you would have noticed we had a let's call it a mid-season break because the plan was to talk about the new AFL game, but due to their um stock not arriving, it didn't release. So I was away for footy and thought, why not have a week off? But we're back with a banger. And we've got a special guest. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's dabbled in a various range of content creation, um, whether it's gaming, graphic design. He's done a bit of music. He now designs cards and does artist collaborations. Uh, it's my good friend, Bojay. How are you? What's happened? It's uh, good to be on the mic again with you. Uh, we briefly had a go at a podcast <laughs> together before. We gave it a crack. Gave it a crack. We gave it a crack uh, until life got in the way. Yeah. Uh, which was kind of the reason it took so long to get off in the first place, I guess. So Yeah, yeah true. To... We, we, we went full circle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, tell us and the listeners a bit about yourself. Um, I quickly touched on it. Um, you've done a bit of everything. Um, you've doubled in music. You've doubled in gaming. Uh, you did a bit of streaming. But what's going on with you now? Um. Yeah, thank, thanks for inviting me on, by the way, because I, I know we spoke about it, but... um. Yeah, it's been, we've both been pretty busy, but it's good to uh, actually jump on. So I, you're right. Yeah, I've doubled in in content creation pretty much for the past, let's say five, six years. And it was just a whole bunch of, hey, I'm going to give this a go and give that a go. And I didn't really stick to any of it, if, if I'm going to be honest with myself. I, you know, when I was streaming gaming and stuff like that, I was playing, you know, Football Manager, FIFA, um, bit of Apex here and there. But I never really... You know, you know when you you know when you find something that you really really love to do, and you know that's it. I yeah. never actually had that feeling with any of that. It was just kind of like, oh, I'll give it a go and see where it goes. Um, and then yeah, COVID hit around the, around probably a couple of years after I was doing the whole gaming thing, and and uh, I started as ever as a lot of people did. Um. You know, people started collecting more again in terms of cards and and uh, toys, figures, all the rest of it. And um, and I kind of got into that, and I was like, well, this kind of is a bit of a happy place sort of thing during lockdowns and all that. And yeah, started designing trading cards for myself pretty much. And I was I was just showing some friends, and and they're like, why don't you do something with this? There's potential there for you to actually do something with this and maybe make some money, or you know, uh, turn a hobby into a job. You know and that's pretty much what happened i just kept going and then i got a couple jobs on the side uh when i say jobs i mean you know people come to me with custom jobs or whatever or gift ideas and stuff like that and yeah now it's been two two years no two two years yeah two and a, two and a bit years that i've been um doing that and i like to think i've come a long way but uh yeah that that's how that all started yeah, I can definitely attest to like how much you've uh, built yourself up along the way. I got to see some of your Photoshop work before it became um, more of a hobby and then more of a pathway to a, a potential career. Um, I 
because we talk enough uh i get sneak mm. peeks um i get well, you to, see everything yeah i get to see a bit of everything and i've been like that along the way um actually you 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 and uh our dear friend theo um are the two that pretty much see all my stuff before everybody else does oh yeah yeah you're the only two that I've ever showed. And that's because you guys were there from the start when I first said, hey, I'm going to give this a go. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. And plus, I mean, you you understanding the whole thing makes it so much better for me because you'll tell me honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, that what works well with um, not just um, your designing, but when I was doing stuff with... Uh, streaming and that uh i'd always bounce ideas off here before i put them into play uh, yeah, i feel course, like yeah. you, you kind of do the same because we kind of got similar vibes um when it comes to taste and interest and what's yeah, good right. what isn't um correct what i enjoy is like we both enjoy good looking cards rather than what people would consider the valuable card these days exactly and uh yeah uh you don't see that as much uh, around the place uh don't know if it was partly because of covid or just people's interests uh you see a lot more people more interested in investing so yes that i uh, can't agree more with that yeah but we won't um rattle on too much about the negatives i guess yeah um so uh, i've called you a bit of a independent designer i don't know if that's sure. how you'd label yourself but what I like about um, not just yourself, like other up-and-coming designers, I want to say that um, Tyson Beck kind of paved a bit of the path for these independent like artist collaborations, stuff like that. But people in that um, area of work remind me of like the indie game developers as well. Um, I want to know if you agree, like you don't have the resources of like a triple A uh, game or a Penini or who's the other card company tops even. So you got to look at more creative ways to sell your product, which usually comes in the form of an art style. But I just want to know uh, if you've ever considered a similar, similar type of relationship between art design and grabbing an audience. Uh, First of all, we've got to say Tyson pretty much, well, it's not pretty much, he is at the top of the game. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any debating that, that he is the best card designer in the world. But not not just, I mean, it's subjective as to what people like. You know, I, I've met people that absolutely love Tyson's work and then there's some people that prefer a more, you know, traditional trading card look, you know, so they don't go yeah. for his stuff as much. But I still think in terms of his accomplishments and what he's been able to do, and don't forget not only his um his card work but he's done a lot of merchandise stuff for basketball teams all sorts of stuff yeah, and promotion you know, here yeah yeah and um and he worked overseas you know for the lakers and all that sort of stuff so if you really look at all of his work i think he's at the top of top 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 of the game when it comes to design but keeping it on the collectible side of things yeah i, I think he's definitely the best card designer out there at the moment but that's my opinion i mean yeah. it's not for everybody so i just didn't want um, to uh put a hard stance on that label just in case like because i don't know everything in yeah uh the industry there could be a parallel to him that i'm just completely unaware well, of so i just wanted to say he's one of 
Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like from ever since I got into the game of designing cards, like originally when I first started, I was just making. You saw I was making a whole bunch of stuff. There was AFL stuff. There was you know UFC stuff, wrestling stuff, whatever it might be. And it was just whatever came to mind. That's what I was doing. But now that I kind of found my niche and what I'm really interested in and what makes me happy, which is wrestling cards, that's what I call myself. So I know you said before independent designer i just call myself a wrestling card designer because that's yep. all i do and so many people are oh do you design anything else and yeah you know every now and again i've had people come to me and go hey can you design a t-shirt or design you know social media package or something like that okay i'll do it but in terms of what i want to be known for and uh labeled as yeah wrestling card design is probably the best way to go with that yep. but in terms of challenges in if i do i understand the the question correctly were you saying um like challenges yeah i kind of worded it weird uh what i want to get at is um some of the challenges when you compete with the big brands um right do you see a relationship between like how um unique artwork and design is like the perfect way to go about it um opposed to as you know like some of the bigger brands do the cut and paste year by year but they've got the big name behind them. Yeah, look, I, I, it's a completely different field. I think they're two completely different things. You know, you've got people that the designers and they, I, I I speak to a couple of guys. I've got a friend that designs for Panini. I've got a friend, uh, sorry, I've got two friends that design for Panini and one guy that de, uh, designs for Upper Deck. And I'm not going to, you know, go into too much detail about what they've told me, but I know for a fact that, and and it's very evident, I mean, most people know this, you know, they can't really share too much of what they do. Yep. Um, whereas, and, and when I say that, you know, they can't go and design cards for Panini and then put that up on their Instagram and go, look what I designed for Panini and blah, blah. You rarely see that. I, I don't see that anywhere yeah, from what uh, I've heard. Now that you mention it, you don't really see like... Uh... Oh, yeah, I mean, look at what I'm working on type thing. Yeah, exactly. You don't see that, right? Because that, and, and I can understand that because, you know, they're, they're working for big companies, Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, whoever it might be, where they've got their own promotion and marketing where they're going to launch that set and they want it to be a secret. And that's fine. Um, I totally get that. Whereas if you're an independent designer um, doing your own thing, you can showcase your stuff as you see fit because you're running your own business, really. Yeah. So there's that I don't think there's and and this is this is what I've been seeing here and there. I mean, I know I shared a story with you not long ago about um you know, I don't see why there should be competition between absolutely anybody when it comes to something like graphic design or something like a niche design market. Like I I don't I don't see why that should be a competition. Everybody has a subjective opinion on what sort of thing they want to see in a trading card but given how trading cards have evolved into these you know art cards and i guess yeah you can call them art cards and you know you even look at stuff i know we're going to maybe speak on this a bit later but you look at new pokemon sets and stuff like that where there's now illustration cards and yeah promotion the promotional cards that that um came out from japan not so long ago they didn't look like traditional pokemon cards and it's because they're starting to evolve now you know people are looking at different avenues on what they can put on a on a trading card and it's still a trading card it's not you know an eight by ten or a poster 
So yeah, I, think, I don't, um, I don't think there's Pokemon any challenges. Have done well to acknowledge that as well. Yeah, that, I don't, that I, people honestly, are starting to have different interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and and I think it's a good thing because now it's opening up. It's opening up uh, for those that are truly passionate about cards. Because at the end of the day, I personally, I don't want to design flyers or posters or anything. I want to design cards. I want to see cards in people's hands. Right. Um, so I don't think there's a challenge or anything like that in competition with the bigger brands, but I think it's actually better being independent, you know, because you can do whatever the hell you want. If you want to, if you want to collaborate with people, you know, such as how Tyson has, or I have, or many others have, you have that opportunity to do that. Um, when you're working for, for a bigger company, I don't know what the rules are there, but I'm going to assume that they don't do any side projects and release cards that could compete with their own work. Yeah, I guess you know, you'd have so, to. You'd definitely be on some kind of contract that would prevent you to have, um, like creative freedom, like definitely. both uh, outside of your contract and also with the work you're designing as well. Definitely, I, yeah, that, that has to kind of have a a higher body critiquing it and questioning what you're designing. So yeah, I see what you mean. Yep. Um, speaking of uh, your cards particularly, um. You've got some collaborations under your belt already, and you've got some more coming out. Yeah, I mean, I it took me a while to get to that point because I didn't want to. Originally, there was a couple of collaborations I did which went incredibly bad, um, <laughs> but I had the opportunity to do it, so I wanted to test the waters. I wanted to see, you know, which, you know, how much pull do I have doing this? I don't regret it, but I had a lot. I probably should have waited a little longer before I started doing that. And, you know, it is what it is. You live and learn. But, um, yeah, since I've got into the wrestling card scene, yeah, it, it's been really, really good. Uh, I've personally, I've collaborated with, uh, it's going to be three people now up in, in August will be, will be the next one. But, uh, first it started with Raven. So he's a former ECW wrestler. He's now in impact. Um, most people would know who he is. And then I did a, uh, I did a collaboration with a guy called Joe shoes, captain Joe shoes. So he runs a podcast. He's a wrestler, um, in the major wrestling figure podcast community. Everybody knows who he is. So that actually sold out within, I don't know. I think it was about a week and a half. It was all gone. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then the next one is probably the one I'm most proud of, um, which is Kurt Angle. So we're doing a full. I'm, I'm, I've called it the American Hero Collection, and there'll be, uh, I can't say too much just yet because I haven't revealed everything, but I've already done a reveal of uh, three of the cards. Uh, there'll be a couple more coming soon. But yeah, I mean, I, I've had a lot of help along the way, and I'm not going to say it was it was gifted to me, but early on when I started networking and saying, okay, well, wrestling cards is what I'm going to do. Who do I need to speak to to get into this scene to to know what I'm up against or to know the scene a bit more because wrestling cards aren't the same as talking to somebody about AFL cards or basketball cards or whatever. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to surround myself in the, in the proper communities, you know, so I can get my work out there. If I'm going to post my work, I want the right people to see it, the right, the right demographic. And, you know, I got really, really lucky. I, I, I joined a, um, I joined the major wrestling figure podcast, Patreon group. Uh, and it's just a Facebook group that you can pay to be in and, you know, be part of their community and all that. And it's a great place. I absolutely love it. And I was sharing my work in there and, uh, 
and a guy by the name of Jeff from a company called Two Sweet Antiques. He asked yep. me to be his uh, official designer and he was doing relic cards. And the first job that he had for me was to design a card for um, Matt Cardona, who yep. formerly Good known one. as, yeah, formerly known as Zack Ryder from WWE. And I was like, wow. And I had to pinch myself just at that. You know, it wasn't even my release. I was just designing it, you know. But then from that, you know, I, I should really thank Matt and Jeff pretty much because they're the ones that put me on the map originally. Like you had Jeff that gave me that gave me a go at that because he liked what he saw from what I was posting, but then you know Matt endorsed my work, so yeah. you know I really do owe everything at the start and even till now to to those two two guys because they helped me a lot. Um, and then from there, yeah, man, I just uh, I got picked up by a couple other companies, so now I'm doing um I'm doing all of uh, pro wrestling junkies wrestling cards. So I think now I've designed about it's got to be over fifty something over fifty wrestlers. Um, a couple of those are double ups, but, uh, and then premier signatures, uh, really, really nice lad called Kevin, uh, just started working with him as well. And, and we've got some cool stuff coming out with, uh, DDP. So diamond Dallas page and, yeah. and a few others that are coming out, which I'm not allowed to say, <laughs> um, <laughs> but let me tell you, they're big. There, there are a couple of hall of famers in there. So it's pretty good. Um, and that's, that's what happened, man. And it's just ever since then, I keep networking and networking and, you know, man, like you have you have to put your work out there for it to get noticed and just, you know, throw the throw the rod in and hopefully somebody somebody bites and says, Hey, yeah, I'd I'd love to do this, you know. So Yeah. I I like how you said um you didn't want to say uh that it was like gifted to you or whatever, but you did acknowledge that you had some help, but Of course. At, at the same time, like, um it might seem pretty trivial to some people, like throwing yourself into the community, as you say, but that that's hard work. Like you're essential. If you think of it physically, you're walking into a room of strangers and being like, Hey, I like what you like. Let's have a chat. You gotta well, be, I mean, you gotta make yourself pretty vulnerable in a way. For sure. But the way I looked at it, mate, is there's, it's no different than when I started in, you know, I said, I didn't want to talk about it, but it's a good, it's a, it's a good uh, comparison. When I first started as a DJ back in the day, you had to go to clubs and you had to give the promoter your mixtape and say, here's what I do. Have a listen. Tell me what you think. Would you give me, you know, would you give me a spot? Can I, can I get an hour set or whatever? You know, that was how you got gigs back in the day. You'd show them a mixtape or an hour mix or whatever. And then that promoter will say, yeah, let's give him a go. Design is no different when you want to collab with people. You still have to put your work out there and say, here's what I do. Do you want to give this a go? Do you want to do a release with me? You know, can I, you know, wh whatever, whatever the conversation is, it's, it's no different. And I think that's, I think that's the same across the board. If, if you're a creative, you have to put your stuff out there for people and, and approach people and say, here's what I do. Are you interested Yeah. in layman's terms, you know? So, um, and I, I don't want to leave somebody out here. I, I mentioned Jeff and I mentioned, uh, uh, Gilbert at PWJ and also Kevin, at premiere, but I, I, I can't leave out, um, uh, at WTC. So wrestling trading cards.com. There's a, there's a guy called, uh, Tony Vella, absolute legend. Um, he's been in the wrestling card game longer than many people. And, uh, he's helped me out a lot through that, uh, through that whole journey so far as well. So, uh, I have to thank him as well. Cause he, he helped me out with some bits and pieces some knowledge and, and whatever else. And yeah. No, by all means, you got to, Thank the people around you, like you said, um, you don't, don't get by doing it all on your own. So 
No, not at all. I mean, I still acknowledge everyone. Yeah, I mean, you still have to put the work out. I mean, I'm doing all the work, but like you said before, you know, uh, you you have to uh, you have to acknowledge that. Yeah, it wasn't gifted, but people do help you, and I think that's the case in a lot of a lot of people's stories, no matter what you do. Um, now now that you've uh, laid it all out on the table in a row, yeah. like sequentially, I uh, didn't realize like how big your resume is. Like, <laughs> if you consider all the little projects you've done, um, like you said, you've done like almost fifty cards for who was it? That was for PWJ. Yeah. That- that's a lot. a lot. So, yeah, at the end of last year, it was, I think we're actually just over 60 because at the end of last year, it was 22 and then we've done, we've done 40 already. No, I think, yeah, I think it's about 60 and then Premiere and then my own stuff and uh, a couple of uh, side jobs as well that were just once off. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of wrestlers. I've I haven't personally. I'll, I'll put this out there as well because a lot of people go, oh, "What are the wrestlers like to deal with and all that?" Not every single wrestler speaks to me. Sometimes it's through if if I'm doing it for PWJ, then they deal with all of that, and then I just design yeah. it, right? Um, but you know, a lot of them I have spoken to, uh, but not every single one, uh, which. I aim to eventually do, you know, you, you want to reach out to them eventually and go, Hey, you know, this is what I did for you. And, and most of them are really cool about that. Like I met, um, I met Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, uh, Joey Janella and Effie at a local show here. Not so long ago, about a month ago. And, um, two of them had my stuff there selling it. And I was like, Oh, I actually did that for you. <laughs> and so it's <laughs> kind of pinching yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's surreal, man. Like you go over to actually buy stuff from them because I want to buy their their merch, right? And then you see your own stuff there, and I'm like, oh, well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's weird as shit. So, um, really cool though. Like it's it, it it is a pinch yourself moment, but um, yeah, it's it's even crazier when you start to see, you know, yourself getting mentions and all this sort of stuff. I mean, just just yesterday there was like a hundred sets sold out of this collector's uh it they this company did a um uh a set of cards i think there was 50 cards in the set of the most influential people in wrestling cards uh at the moment yep and i featured in that and i was like what the hell like how, how when i got asked to do that i was like holy shit like that, that's that's not what this was meant to be about but that's pretty cool um and oh, yeah awesome. they, yeah those sold out yesterday i don't even i think i think they've got one for me because i couldn't get the shipping to work apparently yeah they don't like australian shipping or something on their website so <laughs> i have to figure that one out but um yeah just really really cool to see how far it's come but um i still feel like i'm just starting because a lot of it was just hobby stuff at the start you know yeah so, no I, i've yeah. loved um being like a part of uh your crew on the side i guess you could say like it's opened my eyes to the world outside of like the mass production of cards. Yeah. Um, obviously I've mentioned Tyson Beck. That's probably the first time I saw um, people outside of those big companies doing something different. Yeah. I and think then, many of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, through like yourself, like um, you've talked about all these different smaller companies that are releasing their own cards um, yeah. through Beck's collaboration with, uh, tops um they do that project 22 with all the different designers which we uh, love 
yeah, like seeing all that there are a lot of um, graphic designers out there trying to do something different. It's so good to see. Um, yeah. Uh, that led me to seeing um, artists doing something similar for Pokemon, which I've seen a bit on yeah. Instagram now. Um, they yeah. do get to share some of their work, some of the designs they're doing. But like you said, there's been a change in their art direction, which I think is pretty good. I stopped buying Pokemon cards for a little bit. and You didn't stop. Uh, I stopped buying lots of Pokemon cards for a little bit. Are you are you giving me denial stuff? Is that what you're doing? Cause... I stopped buying boxes. I... Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, <laughs> there's no way right now I'm believing that you completely stopped. That's absolute crap. I, I did for that's a like bit, me, that, dude. That's like me saying I stopped, and I, I go to the news agent. I'm like, yeah, all right, a couple of packs will do. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know it's like mean? I've quit smoking, but if I've had a few beers, I'll have one. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's no, the same I've, thing. I've, Just doesn't I, kill you. I've quit drugs except for on the weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like. He, he's quick cocaine. Sober. He's quick cocaine, but he still likes the smell of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wicked, uh, but yeah, yeah, no. we've got very, very similar tastes in Pokemon as well. Definitely, we gravitate towards the originals rather than the new ones. Yeah. Um, what is it about Pokemon you love? Is it the cards, the show, the games? Um. Well, originally when I first. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, like we're saying, like, what was it, year six or seven? That would have been year yep. seven, I think, around there. Yeah. It was the cards, man. Like, it, it was you go to school with your binder and you trade cards, you know. And then none of us, none of me and my mates played the game. We just wanted the cards because we thought, you know, we used to watch the show, of course. So then we wanted every single Pokemon that was in that show. And then when we found out about the cards, we're like, well, this is, this is sick, you know. Um, so originally it was the cards. And then, Probably the yeah the show was actually secondary after that. Um, we didn't really we didn't really care too much about um about anything else. It was just it was just the cards. And then I think as I got back into trading cards later on in my life, uh, you know, we all and a lot of people right now are doing the same thing <laughs> where they're going into full nostalgic mode. And trying to get things that they couldn't have when they were kids or stuff that they can afford now and all that sort of stuff. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. We're all collecting. Or stuff they used to have and let go. Yeah, stuff they used to have, of course. Yeah. Um, I started just buying a whole bunch of Pokemon-related paraphernalia, merchandise, all that sort of stuff. So now I've got this display behind me where part of it is pretty much all Pokemon. There's, there's, I've got a couple encyclopedias there and the handbooks that I had when I was a kid. Um, cards the exact well probably remakes but the the one the plushies that i had when i was a kid they're all there now as well all again so and i think as a franchise it's just a very i don't know it, it, i i to answer the question about like what i like the most about it it's it's just it was just something at the time in school that we all loved that was our thing but then even now I don't know I don't know how to put into words why I still have a thing for it. Yep. Because there'll be one month, dude, where I don't buy anything Pokemon related. I'm like, why the hell do I have all this shit? <laughs> and then two days later, I'll see some Pokemon freaking post on pop culture or, you know, some sort of collectibles place will post something. I'm like, Yeah, 
all right, let me just go down and use Age on buying cards. <laughs> you know, and, and then you, you're roped back in again. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I like how colorful it is. I like, you know, I'm not so much into the shows anymore other than I just rewatched all of series one or season one. Um, and I'm working my way through those slowly but surely again. But it's very hard when you're at this age to not cringe. Yeah. So it's it's hard to appreciate it like you did when you were younger. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I like... I just like the branding. I like, I like, like I said, it, most of it came from the cards because the cards were cool to collect, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's about it, man. I can't really put into words why I keep buying more shit. Like, it's just, there's a new item there like every week and I don't know why. I'm just like, yeah, we're well, good, you know? But I think it, it's a very, it's a very happy product, no? Yeah, I, I definitely get that vibe. Um, I, uh, to tell you a very quick story when i was so young maybe five or six i remember walking home from school with this like kid like i still remember him now his name's sam bartell and he was telling me oh i've got this game boy game yeah and yet yeah like got a dragon and he breathes fire and you can get a turtle and it shoots water and i was like righty oh this sounds pretty shit <laughs> and then a few, few years later the show's out and i'm in love with it and then I see this kid again, and it's like, yeah, don't you remember when I told you about this game? I'm oh, like, wow. Oh, yeah, you were ahead of the curve. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... The concept is cool, though, Reggie. Like, the, the, the concept of... And you know how it all came about with the creator, right? Oh, two seconds. I, uh, apparently, I have been signed out, but it says it's still recording. Oh, it tells me that as well. It signed me out, like, at the start, and I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry to interrupt. You may keep going. Um, you know how that all came about, like the concept of catching all these Pokemon and all that, right? No, I don't know the origin. Yeah, so the creator, now don't quote me on his name. I wouldn't have a clue. I've forgotten what his name is, but he was fascinated by collecting bugs. Oh, and... I think I have heard this story. Yeah, so you know about it, yeah. So he was collecting bugs and whatever else, and I think he was, you know, he was either at college or uni or something like that studying um, game development or, you know, some sort of electronics or whatever it might be. And, excuse me, he came up with this whole, yeah, concept of how cool would it be if you, if, if, if a guy or, or a girl, whatever it might be, is um, going around trying to capture all these uh, bugs. And originally it was just, I, I don't know what the original name for the thing was when he first came up with the idea um i, I think there was something before pocket monsters there was something else you okay know? um and yeah that's why he was so fascinated with bugs and different types of bugs and whatever else and then if you translate i i know that's a really bad recollection of the story but um if you translate that brief little description there into pokemon it makes total sense yeah you know so and then it just evolved into this really cool thing like i the, some of the stuff that you see in the episodes and yeah I, I, you can add that to my answer from before the concept's damn cool i like that yeah and that just goes to show the guy who's created it it's based on something he loved when exactly. he was younger yeah and then we got us as adults who are enjoying something that we liked when we were younger that's right yeah ex exactly right and, and, yeah. It, and it is you could call it generational because like i stopped collecting pokemon for so many years and then uh oscar was born got old enough and i was like oh, hey check out this show and then 
he got uh he was into the show and then a few years later we yeah. collected cards together and it just shows um doesn't matter of what generation we're in it appeals to the right audience it's is he still into it now sometimes so yeah so not, <laughs> not as much as me <laughs> 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 see i'm telling you it's, it's, it, it ropes you back in man and now yeah. like there's new stuff coming i so... like what you said though it like it reminds you of like the happiness and stuff it does man it, it, it brings us back to a really really cool time and we were very fortunate you know to be around when a lot of cool stuff in the 90s was coming out yeah you know we we were we they say you know in terms of uh generations we probably had it the best because we were the generation between having no internet and then moving into the internet world you know yeah and if everything and it in happened between, very quickly yeah, yeah yeah and not only that like music all that sort of stuff was the best during the 90s you know um and then we were yeah like i said we were fortunate to be that in between that got the best of both worlds you know some of the 80s and then that you know seeped into the 90s and then the early 2000s which then just took off as well so, yeah and, and look at that pokemon's the biggest franchise in in the history of the world ever and speaking like, of like uh, history we have been around long enough to see ash's entire career yeah the uh main man retired which i still haven't watched but i have seen you haven't watched the end okay the headlines yes oh i've seen the videos um like yeah. clips that were up on the internet but i haven't watched okay. the last season okay right have you um yeah yeah <laughs> as in wait the whole season or the, yeah, the last the, like season oh no series no, 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 25 no. i think that might no be. i didn't i didn't watch it all remember i was telling you the other day i was trying to find it as well and i had to find it somewhere else yeah. so i found it i've got it bookmarked but i can't uh yeah, I haven't got to that stage yet because I'm still trying. It sounds like the most craziest thing ever, but I'm watching it from the start till the end. Okay. And I'm just doing it slowly. Like, I'm not rushing anything, just doing it slowly. Every now and again, I'll I'll knock off a couple episodes, but it's just to refresh my memory, mainly of how it all started and then the progression, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, he's he's done. Yeah. So, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with the new episodes. Um I do see they've got like some random Pikachu in there just for the sake of having Pikachu. I don't even know. I haven't even looked at what's happened. We'll say post Ash life. Yeah. So I have no idea what was announced. I don't know who the new character or characters are. I, I don't know anything about that. Um, But I mean, in terms of them retiring the whole Ash saga, think two things one it sucks because we all know pokemon as ash and his adventure you know with all his mates yeah but at the same time like it's kind of i think it would have been expected at some point this is going to take a turn and we follow a new journey they can't yeah. you know there's only so much ash can do and his his whole aim was to be the best right yeah and his whole aim was to win that that title and he did so then what 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 else can he possibly do? They're not going to go into storylines of him, you know, having a kid or something and training up a kid <laughs> and, you know, this and that. And then we've got a whole nother Ash story with, with you know, his kid or something. I, I don't know if that would have that would have cut it. So I think what they did in terms of keeping the Pokemon... Oh, Pokemon. Wow. <laughs> po 
Pokemon brand alive and be able to then build on that, I think this was a good move. Yeah. Um, I do yeah, hope for us old he's not done, though. <laughs> huh? I do hope, like, he makes, like, an appearance or something, like, now that he's the champion, you know how, or maybe yeah. he's even a gym leader now. I think See, that'd, that'd be, be cool. a cool cameo. Yeah, like a gym leader, you know, like they surprise one day. The surprise one day is that you have to beat Ash at a gym and no one knew anything about it or something. That'd be yeah. cool. You or, know? Yeah, because he's the champion, like in the games, the champion is a part of the Elite Four and they're always out doing good or fighting yeah. Team Rocket. Yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah, I think I, I don't think they can kill off the character completely. That, that'd just be really weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I, that, that's my thoughts on it. Um, they've got a new set coming out, which also uh, pulls on the nostalgia strings. The original 151's getting released. I reckon they look pretty cool. Um, th- uh, going back to you and your designing, seeing yep. stuff like this, um, mm. as well as the new art cards and stuff, yep. has that ever made you consider designing Pokemon type cards? Uh, no, I, I've never, I mean, I've, I've given it a go, like just done little custom ones and stuff like that. But because I don't think a Pokemon card looks good with just slapping on any old image, I feel like the, the illustration ones or just knowing that Pokemon cards were drawn by somebody. Yeah. I don't really want to compete with. Not that I again, not that I'm comp- competing, but I just don't think it it'd look any good if I did that. I, I I don't know. I wouldn't have any ideas that would would stand out to be like, oh, here's a here's a custom Pokemon one I did, but it's how is it different to anything else that's come out? I don't know if I have that creative mind. I reckon um, uh, you could do like trainers and gym leaders and those would, style yeah. cards. But yeah, yeah, that'd be that, cool. that'd just be like something to play with. You know, I think actually, yeah, you know, you just, um, yeah, you just gave me an idea. There you go. Wow. <laughs> uh, like, I ma- imagine like a crossover of supremacy, but they're not players, they're trainers. Yes. And then, like, but in, gym in leaders, the same anime, in the same anime, right? Yeah. And you could, yeah. like, theme it around their gyms as well. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> We're not sleeping and, and tonight. To... It's only it's only eight thirty at night, and I've got so much time ahead, and I don't really have anything else to do. <laughs> and you know I'm going to do it now. You know what I'm like. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just oh god. All right, there's, <laughs> there's your there's your answer. I'm giving it a go. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of having uh, not a lot to do, uh, notice you've been playing a bit of FIFA lately. Yeah. Uh, mm. Top some co-op charts at number one with uh, Ren from PC. Ren from PC, but it's but, good I to see well, Ren, man. Um, people enjoying FIFA outside of foot. Um, yes, it shows that there's still so much of the game to enjoy because that does get the headline. That is oh, what majority of players gravitate towards. How do you think the new FIFA is going to go with all the branding change? Do you think it's going to be the new game or just the same thing with a different title? Uh, I don't know. I think I've only seen like a couple of, I haven't really dived into any of that. I'll be honest with you. Like I haven't looked at 
anything other than what's kind of popped up on TikTok or YouTube or something like that. And I've just quickly watched it. So I saw, you know, that they're going to have, is it women in foot? Okay. And I, I, I saw, again, I don't know if this is true, but I saw a pack animation thing. And, you know, I did go to the official website just to to read about it, but it doesn't tell you much. You know, it's kind of all like vague teaser stuff, you know? So um, in terms of what I've seen so far, yeah, I can't, I, I don't know. I if you're launching a whole new thing, what what is it? It's EAFC or EA EA Sports yeah, FC? Yeah, EA also? Sports FC or something. EA Sports. Okay, so I don't. Uh, yeah, I think it's too early because I, I I don't know enough about it. But as long as they don't put all of the effort into the paid side of so the foot side of it, and they actually pay some attention to career mode and giving that a whole makeover um you know and when i say a whole makeover i've been saying this to you for bloody ages like why do we not have the equivalent of that 2k career thing in FIFA? yeah you know you can walk that's what got me excited and you know um, what the hell the fifa license moving on uh the only thing i wanted to read was that 2k or someone like that acquired it afterwards yeah. but i've not seen anything i have to well, be no, honest neither, i neither haven't have I. gone looking either i think you're yeah. probably the same as me since we've stopped playing foot and being obsessed with that you'd stop looking for yeah. all the new features every day and stuff like that exactly that like ever, ever that that's spot on I, I was gonna say something similar like ever since i stopped playing foot i don't check up on anything to do with fifa because back in the day when we were obsessed with it you're looking up what new cards are out did anything change? Are there any patches and all that sort of stuff? And now I just don't care because I just play co-op every night. Yeah. So, you know, um, and, you know, you, you speak of of the enjoying the game outside of uh, Ultimate Team. Durry, for example, um, he absolutely loves career mode. So do I. But it's starting to get to the point now with career mode that's like, well, it's the same bloody thing every time. They tweak a couple things and maybe introduce a new training regime thing and then that's it. Like, yeah. well, this isn't enough. We need something more. Same with co-op, man. I've been playing co-op with Renner for, I think it's three years now, right? If not just under. And we love co-op. We think it's so much fun. I mean, you you play with Alex. You know how it is. You have a bit of a laugh. You play, yeah. whatever, right? But yeah, then switch we, the ball. You switch the ball. No, man, that <laughs> pissed me off. Oh, <laughs> right. Because we... Like, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But because it, it's related to what I'm about to say, like... uh because Ren and I grind that game to to get into, you know, the top rankings. Um, so we, you know, we take it pretty seriously. I'm not saying like, we still have a laugh and stuff, but we take it semi-seriously that we want to get up into those rankings. But then there's nothing, you're not playing for anything. Yeah. You just get to see your name up there. And whilst I think that's awesome because, you know, you still have to play a lot of good teams and stuff and, and beat them and all that, but there's nothing else that it gives you. Like they could kind of look at, you know, for seasons or co-op uh, to, to bring something into that. Like maybe even if it's cosmetic stuff or unlock certain things, whatever it might be, or customize your stadium at least, you know, like you can in foot, that that will really do wonders for people that don't like online modes. And I think yeah. hopefully with this new one, they address that. Yeah, uh, I'm probably um, on the other side of the spectrum with that. Like I like the fact there's very little reward on co-op because then you meet someone good on co-op 
and they smash you like five nil, and it's like ah, who gives is a that, fuck? Do they smash you while you're trying to switch the ball? Is that <laughs> yeah? And then <laughs> when you're seven nil down, you just give up. No, you don't give up. You just switch you, the ball. You gave up. <laughs> you gave up. <laughs> but like, if if that was ultimate team, you're f- like losing games. You're thinking, I've got to change players. I've got to true find ways to make money to accommodate that replacement stuff like that. Whereas, true, like, yeah, true. I, I'm not playing for anything. Like you said, just having a laugh. Yeah, and next game's another game. Who cares? So that yeah, that's that's true as well. But it it, it depends. Like, so you play it for that. Whereas, yeah, for me, it's different because we're playing co-op to try and, like, you know, be the best. Yeah. Or as far as we can go. Um, So that's why we're kind of at a point now where co-op is, like, we want to just see, like, some sort of reward program or some shit. Yeah. But I can totally understand how career mode and co-op and seasons is, is used as more of a fun thing to, like, de-stress, I guess. But then again, it's FIFA. It's, it's just such a broken game. <laughs> Speaking of de-stress... You know. And yeah. uh, women in foot. Have you played with the women on FIFA? Uh, I think I might have. I don't. I think I might. When it first came out, I think I might have tried it in like the first three or four kickoff games when you're just trying to get a feel for the game. On this FIFA but, or the old? Yeah, ones? this one. No, oh, this yeah. one. So I, I have no idea. I, I I don't even remember doing it. If I did, to yeah. Be honest. <laughs> uh, when me and Alex can't find a game, we just play each other as the women. Okay, and it's awesome because like they're scaled. Like when they first had the women, they had them as their stats if they were compared to the men's players, which so, is like, stupid. Sam Kerr would be like a seventy-five or something. Yeah, but now they're right. scaled to women's football, so they're like right eighties and nineties. But all the okay. goalkeepers are like five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> so <Damn>. like, <laughs> you're just like fast as fuck, scoring belters everywhere. As I, oh, man, I'd... now I've got, I've got to give that a go. Yeah, like whenever we're not winning or we're not finding games, we're just like, ah, oh, let's have a couple games of the women's. Yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, we should probably do that as well. Instead, we just sit there waiting for like half an hour for a game to show up, you know? <laughs> and then we end up playing somebody from like Malaysia or Philippines or something, and the lag is insane. Oh, um, especially late at night. Yeah, packet loss all the way. Well, yeah, usually after, if we're still playing after midnight, the only people we get is from Asia. And it's just, it's the input lag is insane. Like, it's it's very hard to play. Yeah, we've had the same. It's usually like yeah, um, Southeast Asia or India. Um, before we wrap it up, I've got a few quick fire questions based around gaming and stuff. Okay. That I'm going to ask you. Um, what is the earliest gaming memory that made you think, wow, I just love gaming and all of this shit? No debate, Alex the Kid on Sega Master System. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, I was obsessed with that game. That is my <laughs> wife's all-time favorite game. That is the game. That's the first game I ever played because my parents bought me a Sega Master System. I never had a Mega Drive. I only had a Master System. And the inbuilt game was Alex the Kid. And... You know, I didn't have like 50 games to play, but I was obsessed with Alex the Kid, so I never really had to buy any other games. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure Chelsea's story is very, very similar. Um, yeah. Because like, when they released the uh, mini Sega, she was just like, fuck yeah, Alex the Kid. I was like, oh, it's on there? what? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Here's more money. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, 
happiness, sadness, anger, any emotion, what was the last game that made you feel something? Well, anger, FIFA, <laughs> literally last night, we had a bad run. Um, and happiness, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, just ridiculously good game. I had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I I still feel the guilt of um, doubting it after all the delays. Yeah. But... yeah. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> That was just me being a salty little brat. But to me, nah, to me it, it's a masterpiece, it mate. Definitely delivered. It's going to be up there for game of the year easily. 100%, dude. It broke records on record. But yeah, that those are my two answers for sure. Uh, is there ever been a game that you wished you are really good at, but you just couldn't wrap your head around it? Um, ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, I, I, I look. I'm not gonna say I'm bad at it because I'm okay at it. But probably I w- something. I'll, can I can I answer something? I wish I was better at. <laughs> yeah, that's it's same ilk. Apex. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I, I'm not shit at it. You know, I can I can hold my own, but I wish I was. You know, next tier. Like the because people I, that we watch on the internet. No, no, no. Maybe not even that. Maybe just kind right. of like a step below that. You know what okay. I mean? Um, because I know that I- I'm I'm obsessed with that game. I love it. I follow it as an esport, like very closely. Um, absolutely love it. I follow that the same way I follow Chelsea or Carlton. It's <laughs> it's, okay. it's it's insane. So but I wish I was better with sadness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at the moment with sadness. <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, I wish I was better at that game because I really do enjoy it. Yeah, I. I would have that same type of feeling with Valorant. Um, it's a game I wouldn't say I'm shit at. Um, I can do well in ranked, hold my own, like you said. But I definitely wish I could be, well, for me, the people that I watch on the internet yeah. and you're just like, they're just insane. Valorant I did try once, but because I'm not very good with mouse and key, I suck. So <laughs> I also think it's a style <laughs> of game as well. Um, yeah. Like... Uh, Oh, I remember from playing COD with you, you enjoyed um, playing like team deathmatch and stuff, but yeah. the objective stuff doesn't really cater um, to every COD player. So true, true. that's just like an example of not every shooter game's the same. Yeah, it's true. Is there anything that you are playing now? Uh, that I'm playing now? Uh, just at the moment, literally just FIFA co-op and, and that's it. Okay. I've been, we've literally just been grinding to get to number one and we finally got there. I think we're still there, just, I think. And now we're not going to play for a couple of days, but um, yeah, that's all I've been doing. Anything in the world of gaming that you are looking forward to? Um, not. I'll be honest with you, not really. I mean, I'm pretty, like, at the moment, content with playing co-op. I still love it. Uh, I play. I jump on Hogwarts still every every few days just to kind of like cruise around. You know how you, you know how we used to jump on GTA Online and just you know do whatever. Yep. Do the same thing with um with Hogwarts Legacy. I just jump on and and fly do around shit. or just go and do random stuff or kill a few monsters, whatever you know, beasts. Um, yep. and that's it. But other than that, I really don't know what's coming out, man. Like I have no idea if there's anything new coming out. That I, I would say if you want to say that a trading card game is part of gaming 
um i'm just looking forward to that og set okay but yeah well uh we do have that uh afl game coming out eventually i'm an idiot how did i not think of that probably because we should have it already yes we should yeah and also hogwarts quidditch i don't know if that's on the horizon but those news this week that quidditch is coming in some form and it's going to be multiplayer i think that's going to be pretty fun okay yeah you just jogged my memory so afl 100 percent. yeah because i was still playing the last one up until i got my ps5 and then i couldn't because i couldn't transfer it over um so 100 percent keen on that especially the fact that they announced from the horse's mouth from the owner or the you know from creation and whatever that there's gonna be an ultimate team. Yeah, I did um, love how he worded it as well, like um, without saying it's ultimate team. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if probably you, if you hinted the... at the exact same kind of oh, concept. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like, I mean, even when you know Twisty, right? Yeah. So when Twisty interviewed him. And he's and he's going, oh, are we getting an ultimate team style thing? And he goes, and he basically just came out with it. Because <laughs> we're waiting on legends deals, we're waiting on this. I'm like, oh, okay, what the hell else is it for then? Yeah. You know? So we know it's gonna happen. And I know that I'm probably gonna eat noodles for dinner for like two months. Yeah. But I'm spending money on that thing. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm so... gonna put it down to <laughs> supporting local uh, business. Exactly. That's <laughs> exactly right. Uh, what you think I'm not packing icon fev? I like it's it's happening. I'm, I'm just make it happen, and I'm there. I'm sold. So I'm gonna yeah. pack Prime <laughs> Barry Hall and punch Theo in the face. <laughs> Prime Barry Hall with abilities. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So and then with the Quidditch, um, I know I know you showed it to me, but that was the modded one, right? Oh, I showed you the modded one, but yeah, the modded and, one and, and the news for the official one. But there's no videos on the on the nah, new one, right? No. Nah, okay. They've... Cool. They've pretty much just said that it's happening. That's it. Okay, got it. Yeah, no, I wasn't sure if... Because I didn't... I saw the screenshot you sent me, but I didn't look up to see if there was videos, so I didn't know much more. Well, thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Um, I know, like, I think you mentioned at the start that we've planned to do this for a little bit, but life gets in the way. That's true. But glad to finally get you on. talk some shit about cards uh games bit of fifa bit of pokemon it's been fun hell yeah i've had a good time and thanks for having me man like to give me the platform to talk about that stuff it's really really good yeah uh where can people find you uh plug anything you want um just instagram and twitter i it's it's bojay so it's i-t-s-b-e-a-u-j-a-y i just basically post all of my artwork on there and uh, upcoming releases, release information, so on and so forth. You can buy my cards at bojay.com uh, and sign up to the newsletter. It's free. And then you'll get all the information on all my releases a few days before the public does as well. Uh, and that's it. I don't you really, I don't use Facebook. <laughs> I do, but just for group stuff. So that's it. Awesome. Uh, keep an eye out for some new hints um, for his American Hero uh, product that's coming out soon uh i've uh, seen a sneak peek of some old drafts and it just gets me excited anyone who watched wrestling uh during the attitude era will definitely appreciate some kurt angle 
But aside from that, if you've listened to us tonight, thank you for hanging out. Drop us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you've been playing last weekend, this weekend, next weekend. But until then, uh, look after each other, look after yourselves, and I'll catch you next time. Uh, bye.